What's up guys, this is Corey Baker from Baker Forge and Tool. In my business, we do tons of heavy grinding every single day, and we needed a grinder that could take abuse and keep on trucking without slowing down billet production. The Ameribraid Variable Speed 2x72 is just that. All heavy duty parts and framing with well thought out accessories that are easy to use and not bogged down with lots of tiny parts. By far the best accessory item that Ameribraid sells is their surface grinding attachment. It is absolutely foolproof and the best in the industry. With quick release magnet system, there is no prying your workpiece off the platen. Very fast to slap a billet or a knife onto the table, engage magnets, and start surfacing with precise increments. On top of all of this, their customer support is outstanding. Eric and Kevin are always available and fast to help with any situation. If you're in the market for a top-of-the-line grinder or maybe just an accessory to add to your existing setup, go to Ameribraid.com and use the code HUSTLE100 for 100 bucks off any grinder package. All right, next up, the Hustle & Grind Podcast. What's going on, everybody? We're back again. You got your host, me, Ryan, of Ryan Chadborn Knifeworks, here with Noah of the Antioch River Forge, as usual. And this week, we've got, the ma- Yee-hee! we've got the magic brownie of knife making. Old Brownie Forge is back again. How's it going, bud? What's going on, guys? How are y'all? A special brownie, not just like a regular one. Yeah, no. the magic brownie. I'm not really sure what to do with my hands. Listen here, Chip. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning. I piss excellence. Thank you. Thank you for finishing. Yeah, I forgot you guys were movie quote guys. I I didn't practice my movie quotes today, so. (laughs) I know know Ryan's big on movie quotes. I have this really big, really big problem where I hear somebody that has an accent and I just start immediately. like subconsciously i just start emulating their accent like if i listen to uh what are the the ford side chat i i'm i'm uh i'm I'm doing a canadian accent for the rest of the day you know i'm just like in the shop you know i'm talking to all the boys and we start talking a bit of a canadian accent you know like it just kind of rolls off the tongue you know what i'm saying like it's just kind of the way it goes but and then i'll be listening to fire and steel and then i'll obviously be talking in an australian accent after that and then i heard your you got a bit of a southern accent there, and so immediately I, of course, went straight to Talladega Nights. <laughs> Talladega Nights, yeah, that's that's pretty much the prerequisite for all southern uh, hillbillies like myself. So, but usually when Shake you're talking, yeah, when you're talking, Shake bake. when you're talking hillbilly like that, you you know you're supposed to have a supposed to have a rifle in your hands. So, <laughs> Not a, I, I had you ain't supposed I had to have to, a communist one like that though. I had to one up oh. Jason Knight. On, on his, <laughs> mine's not airsoft. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my ride or die. Ride or die, commie gun is what it is. Exactly, I love oh, it. Oh man, I'm commie to the heart when it comes to their firearms. I've been eyeballing them. one of them, one of them two hundred and ninety nine dollar twelve gauge AKs that they have on Palomito State Armory. I've been eyeballing one of them so hard. They're like, so fun, mm, dude. Two, so cheap. Two ninety nine, yeah. twelve gauge. Mm. It's worth no way. That's a quality firearm. I mean, it's cool. Oh but. yeah, it's two hundred ninety nine bucks. If it blows up, just buy another one after you get out of the hospital. It's like the, I the, watched, the, har- the Harbor Freight of gun sales. <laughs> yeah. 
I saw a YouTube where a guy put 5,000 rounds through one. And mm -hmm. I mean, it had some yeah. quirks. Like sometimes he would shoot it and the magazine would fly off. <laughs> yeah, but that was, I think that was more the magazine than it was the, uh, the actual gun itself. Because he, yeah. he was using some after. I watched the same video because he was using some aftermarket uh, magazines. Because I was actually going to buy one myself. <laughs> For fun. All right. Well, our listeners are probably tired of hearing us talk about guns. So, Brownie, I don't know anything about you. I've seen you on a couple of lives. Um, first off, I can tell you you're from the South. Where are you from? I'm from uh, Central City, Kentucky. Fuck Kentucky. Yeah. Right on, man. Little no, no name town. The largest area next to me would probably be uh, Bowling Green or Paducah. And no one's ever heard of that either. Everybody right on. knows Kentucky knows Louisville and Lexington, so that's about two hours from me, three hours. Well, I try not to leave my house, so I don't know anything about Kentucky at all. So, where are you from? It's, it's Washington State, um, Central Washington. Jesus, that's like way up there. I know. I'm going to be flying down to Georgia for Blade, and uh, I mean, I've been to Hawaii. But I, I've never, I have never been on that side of the country at all. I think I've been to Arizona. I've been to Hawaii. I've been to British Columbia, like just on the other side of the border, because it's only like a couple hours north of me. Um, I want to tell you when you get to Georgia, uh, dress light because people that are from your area are not used to the humidity that we have down here, and it's absolute murder. So. You get to taste that in June, and you'll be ready to fly back pretty quick. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm genuinely hot. concerned about that. I don't, it's, I don't know if I'll be able to handle it because I, I mean, I have some uh, asthma issues, and over on the western side of the state here in Washington, it gets humid. And uh, I was over there visiting my folks for Easter, and it was like sixty percent humidity and like seventy degrees, and I was like, oh man, I can't breathe. And I'm like, this is going to be nothing compared to Georgia. Like, yeah, you're going to like, get down this there. Is gonna gonna like, it's going to be like 90% humidity. It's going to be, it'll say 85 degrees, but it feels like 102. So, yeah, bring extra inhalers Jeez. if that's what you have to do to keep your asthma in check. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to do that for sure. Or a CPAP or well, something. Well, how long have you been making knives, man? Huh? How long have you been making knives? Uh, 2016, 2017, I started blacksmithing. Just, you know, BSing in the backyard. And uh, Buddy's like, hey, can you make a knife? I was like, I don't know. I can try. And it was just snowball from there. Just What'd you make your first knife out of? Uh, saw blade. Saw blade? Actually, no. Did you it or just cut it out? I uh, cut it out. Like the actual first, like actual knife that was like actual, not just a knife-shaped object, was a cut out of a saw blade. Yeah. Right on. And I still, from time to time, use saw blade. I like it. I saw on your Instagram you do have some sort of decorative blacksmith type uh, type items that you you make. What uh, yeah. what kind of stuff do you make out of iron? I do bottle openers, uh, coat hooks, candle holders, stuff like that. Ryan, what are you doing? Right, what do you mean? Right, Ryan was distracted. <laughs> I'm actually in the process of getting a 25 pound tire hammer probably next Ooh. month. Yeah. So I'll be doing a lot more um, forging stuff with that. Hopefully making my own Damascus, etc. 
Nice. Nice. Do you have a Do you have a press or anything, or is is it all no, been um, hand? I'm actually I'm actually everything I do now is hand forge, and uh, I'm looking to build a press if I can find. Which I'm down here in the south, and there's 97 crackheads that are always looking to sell a log splitter. If I can come across a pretty good log splitter, I'm going to transform it into a press if I can find one. I've seen some pretty impressive presses that have been made out of log splitters. Um. Most of the ones that I've seen up here are all gas operated, though. Would you be running yep. a gas operated one, or do they make electric ones? No. See, the good thing about those gas operated ones, you pull that gas motor off, you put a Lovejoy. Uh, the end of it is a Lovejoy, so you take the Lovejoy connector off the gas one and put it onto a two or three horsepower electric motor, and it it totally replaces. I mean, it bolts right back, plug and play. Oh. <clears throat> the electric conversion actually creates more psi because the motor has fluctuations in the RPM. Whereas right. the, the electric motor is fucking full blast all the time. No that's why delay. Teslas are so fast. Yeah. That's why Teslas are so fast. And I just got a uh, new welder. So I sh that is a 250 amp multi-process. So I should be able to uh, weld me up a pretty nice press. Ooh. So multi-process you got. Junkyard, so I'll have, I'll have steel. I can just come across. I, got, I just got to get the pump. Yeah. Get down here. It's there you go. There's junk everywhere. Um, I, just I want get a buddy that has a junkyard. Yeah, that'd be the shit. I kind of had my own for a while, but my wife didn't really care for that all that much. So I had, right. to, I had to get rid of all my scrap cars. I have a project problem. And it's like, I'll get something and in the back of my mind, I'm like, I don't need to work on it right now, but it's a cool project to have for later. But it's always in my mind. And I'm like, I need to do that project because I have it. Does that make any sense? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, got, That's why I had to get rid of all my other projects because it would drive me crazy. Yeah, I've got 37 axes and maybe a tractor out there that never get done because I'm always doing something else. I call it Project uh, Tourette's or Project ADHD because I'll, I'll start working on this and then I'm like, oh, I'm going to go do this and then I'm going to over here and do that. I can't focus on one thing. That's why I don't think yeah, that's, that's actually I do because it's just. That's actually just ADHD. There's no project in front of it. <laughs> what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard sometimes and I get frustrated. The main yeah, project I, I'd I, like to finish would be the garage. I mean, I've, I've got I've got the new shop built. It's a 24 by 32. And I keep Damn. telling myself, we'll put a ceiling in it with insulation and, and get it, you know, ready to where I can actually work in it. But I mean, I work in it, but it's not, it's going to be hot and it's very cold this winter. I had like three heaters running just to keep it warm. How cold does it get in Kentucky? It's yeah, average uh, winters, you know, 30s, low 30s. Most of the time when it gets really cold, it's like 20, 22. This winter we had a week where it was like negative 18. It's like some Canadian weather. It was crazy. Mm. Like stuff was freezing up. It was so cold. Stuff was freezing. Like machines were freezing at work. Yeah. We had a couple weeks like that where it was negative here too. Um, Probably the same front. But yeah. It actually doesn't sound too, too bad being in the thirties and stuff. That's it's not bad. I'm very insulated as you can see. So I hardly ever wear a coat. What do you about. mean? max for me i mean i've got blubber i'm like a whale baby you're beautiful <laughs> well, i appreciate that <laughs> <laughs> all right brownie well i 
uh, I have a, a, a new kind of game that I want to play on this show. Um, and if you don't mind being a guinea pig instead of a whale, um, we can Jesus. we can try this thing out. Y- you all right there, Ryan? Yeah. So the button on the top of my hat was right under my headphones, and it was fucking driving right into the top of my <laughs> head. And I'm better now, though. Thank you. Thank you for asking. Okay. We used to oh, smack you're better. On, on those buttons when we were kids. It was kind oh. of a game pop each other. Either that or, or turn the class ring around where the where like the gemstone is like underneath here and smack each other on top of the head. That freaking hurt. <laughs> Kids the, are brutal. The, the good old days. Yep. All right, let's play this game. All I'm right. Kind of nervous, but... Well, it's luckily it's it's pretty open ended. So uh, I I got a message from uh, our boy Nick from Pickle Cutters. And he had this suggestion for this game, and it's kind of like, yeah, you know what? Screw it. We'll just let's let's just, let's just go into it, and we'll figure it out from from there. Uh, all right. So we have name this. <clears throat> Let me get my radio voice on here. <clears throat> name this. Brought to you by Pickle Cutters and Chat GPT. In this game, myself and our guest will take turns naming different knife-making-related items or concepts. I will start by giving our guest a prompt, and the guest will respond with their personal choice or favorite version of whatever the item or concept is. The goal is fast-paced fun, keeping our guest on their toes and seeing how they tick. We begin. I'm going to throw out a name here, or an item, or a concept, and you're just going to come up with the first one that comes to mind. Are you ready? A famous knife-maker. Oh no! This is just brownie. Okay. <laughs> oh, I broke out. Right. I broke out of character there. <clears throat> a famous knife maker. Jay Nielsen. A carbon steel. Ten eighty five. A handle material. Paduk. A breed of dog. Minpin. A folder mechanism. Liner lock. A Damascus pattern. Ladder. A type of soup. Chicken noodle. A type of abrasive. Ceramic. A restaurant that's extremely loud. BW3s. I don't know what that is. A blade finish. Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm sorry, what? Oh, yeah, that's loud. Gee, how many Christmas? Hate that place. Uh, A blade finish. Sandblast. The most used tool in your shop. Tuba 72. A famous chef. Gordon Ramsay. A movie star who uses knives. Sylvester Stallone. Damn right. The most common use of knives in your life. Opening boxes. Nice. <laughs> you came up with like almost all the exact same answers that I would have. Yeah. Great minds think a lot. That was fun. So I, I, I think... The example that Pickle sent to me, I think it was actually like a Mad Libs type thing. So maybe in the future, we'll kind of do this with like a few less questions and maybe we'll throw it into like a Mad Libs at the end. Just kind of like really go off the rails. Um, but uh, I just kind of wanted to start it off nice and easy. Just just some softball questions that were open ended. There's no wrong answers there. 
Cool. I liked it. What? Uh, just, oh, shit. What was I going to ask? Whatever. Anyways. Buffalo Wild <laughs> Wings. This is what you guys got to deal with. I, I don't know. I don't know where my brain is or what it's doing. Buffalo Wild Wings is freaking loud. How can anybody have a good time there? I've I've went there one time and it's been Jesus years, probably 15, 20 years ago. <laughs> Took two hours to get you food and you couldn't even hear yourself fart in there. I mean, it was it was bad. I, I've, I've never been back since. Yeah, don't get me wrong. The wings were pretty good. Like they're not like bad wings, but like. I, I get like the whole sports bar atmosphere, but like I've been to sports bars that were a lot more like chill and fun. And like, you could actually like watch one TV as opposed to 18, you yeah. know, cause it got like a different game on every single TV. And it was just like, man, it was too much. I hate Texas roadhouse because it's loud and there's fucking peanuts all over the floor. I hate like crunching things under my feet. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's a that's just like a sensory thing that it just bugs me. Um, I have Makes to like dirty, dude. Yeah, like if I'm if I'm if I'm not wearing socks and you're walking across the floor and there's stuff sticking to your feet, I start to get angry. I start to get angry. <laughs> like, and I just do. And my wife's like, "Will you stop being so angry and just go put some socks on?" And I'm like, "Okay, yeah." And then like I'm out there vacuuming the floor, like for the never mind. Anyways, we don't need to get into my quirks here. Um. But I, I, I've been to Texas Roadhouse a couple times. There's none near me. So uh, I've been over to Idaho a couple times, and they have one over there. And I really liked it. I don't remember it being that loud. Um, I do remember the peanut thing, but uh, I had a really good steak. So I have I have good memories of it from the limited times that I've been there. When I was at the one here, they were line dancing and shit. And like, what? Oh, I, yeah. Maybe, maybe I didn't get the, the full... Texas Roadhouse experience then. All the no. wait staff would line dance, which is all right because, you know, I mean, I like butts, but it, it was <laughs> cowboy butts. It, it was, yeah, it was easy too there, much, Bud Light. Man. Yeah, it was too much. That and the birthday right. thing. There's like everybody goes here, everybody goes to Texas Roadhouse for their birthday. And of course, they tell them it's your birthday. And then there's eight waitresses mm. and waiters coming out. They bring out a freaking saddle on a sawhorse and make you sit on the saddle. What? Oh yeah, it's 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 a it's a production, and they're all screaming, oh, blah blah blah, it's birthday, blah blah blah, and everybody in the damn restaurant's like, Wee! and yeah, just let me eat, dude. I don't I don't give a shit if it's your birthday. Get the fuck out of my face, please. Yeah. Uh, that sounds yeah. terrible. For, okay, so yeah. so up here, uh, it's it's Red Robin. So everybody goes to Red Robin for their birthday, and I hate Red Robin. I cannot go there. Um, it's freaking loud. Like, that's our version of a loud restaurant here in the north. Um, and everybody goes there for their birthday, and they do, like, the clapping thing and, like, singing the song. And anytime you go there, guaranteed that it's at least two people's birthday, and it is freaking obnoxious. And the last Can't time I went, it. the table behind me and the table in front of me and the table beside there's, like, five birthdays, like, right all in the – area that I was setted and it was it was actually my birthday too but I didn't that it wasn't advertised didn't say a freaking word did you <laughs> like, yeah I tell everybody I go out to eat with on my birthday if you tell them it's my birthday I'm gonna fucking stab you yeah, my wife will do not do that to me yeah she's like yeah, I will leave you there to pay the walk. bill <laughs> yeah don't you dare harass me with your friendship. <laughs> that shit. That shit's for like little kids who think it's funny. 
<laughs> I'm 37, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that to me. You do have a mental age of nine, though, so it kind of works. Yeah, I would like to think I'm at least 15 or 16 at heart. Oh, okay. I have the mental age of nine. Yeah, I like butts and like fire and things that go boom. Fart jokes, yeah. Anytime there's a turbo car that comes that comes into the shop, we have to take the airbox off and then rev up the. If you just disconnect the airbox, then you hear the the air whoosh back through it. So you rev it up and it goes. And we all giggle because we all have the mental age of nine, so it's great. Yeah. I have videos of us throwing bags of chips through giant gas-powered leaf facts. Like industrial ones you could... Man, the big one that we sell at work, you could suck up full-size pumpkins with it. (laughs) Again. (laughs) If if, if, it's got a 30-horse engine on it, if you get the nozzle stuck to the ground, it takes four guys to pull it off the ground. (laughs) Jeez. crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. They oh, put like awesome. a bar on the nozzle. So if you get it stuck to the ground, you can like pry it off the ground. Yeah. <laughs> I like things that go right on. I've, I've always loved explosives. And how many fingers you got? I have all my fingers. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Thankfully. Ain't Tannerite just a wonderful thing? Yes. Tannerite's I amazing. For, I worked for an explosive company for 13 years. We made warheads and, and uh, military contract stuff. And we got to test it quite a bit. It was that's where it started. That was going to be my question. You got to test it. What are them chemicals you got behind you, Brownie? Uh, right here. Huh? Those are my. That's my electrolyte <laughs> for me. <making. laughs> I'm just kidding. A uh, little, little, uh, little uh, developer and some epoxy and maybe some PETN and some RDX. Oh yeah, you 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 make uh, the reusable stencils. Yep. Yep. Uh, totally. What do you do for a day uh, job? You're not. Are you full time? I'm sorry. What? Are you full time or do you have a day job? I have a day job. What's that? I work at an aluminum factory as a uh, roll grind operator. Yep, I make aluminum can. Aluminum. Did you make this can? Um. Beside the barcode, there should be a little emblem. Who made it? It's a crown. Yeah, crown. Yeah, we sell aluminum to crown. We don't actually make the cans. We just make the aluminum in their 60,000-pound coils that we send to can companies. Oh, wow. So when this was the aluminum can equivalent of a sperm, you handled it. Yep. Nice. There we go. Brownie handles aluminum sperm. Yeah. (laughs) I don't (laughs) I don't actually handle the, the, that part. I'm I'm in the department that we resurface. So we've got uh, six foot uh, bed grinders. They're, they look like a CNC lathe, but it's got a 36 inch grinding wheel on it. And we resurface the rolls that the aluminum goes through and actually smashes it. It's got to be like a certain roughness on them. So I grind every day, all day at work. And then I come home and grind all night. Those no of shit. you that are listening to the audio only version of this or missing out on some amazing hand gestures that went along with uh, the description of what Brownie does. So uh, very expressive, very expressive. Yep. So basically, you know, the posture, 
the pasta roller you get, you, you put the pasta in the top and you roll it out and it rolls it out into a sheet. Those two yeah. rolls, those two rolls, basically the same thing, but fucking huge. Whoa. Right on, man. Yeah, it's fun. It's cool. I like it. Is there is there an episode of How It's Made that is basically your job? Um, they actually, Mike Rowe from Dirty Jobs um, has another show on Fox News or some other show, How America Works or something. They actually came and did a thing. But yes, there is How It's Made. So wait, were you on TV then? No, I was not. He did. They didn't come to our our department's kind of like, um, we're more of a service than a, than a than a product producing thing. So it wasn't really good good TV or whatever they said. So they didn't come through ours. AKA, you're boring and we don't care about you. Yeah, so we're just much. gonna. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I'm they. Sorry, man. That, that must have hurt back, your feeling really bad. Nah, where they went was back in uh, remelt and um, the casting area. That's where they actually. Uh, melt the aluminum down right. and pour it into make ingots and stuff and then they send it through the hot mail. That's that's the big ooh cool stuff. Gotcha. So if the listeners hadn't guessed already, this isn't gonna be any, a very serious episode. This is uh being recorded in the evening and uh, and I have a beverage and this is this is just gonna be for fun. So yeah, I'm waiting to uh, it's 8.30 p.m. here, and I'm like four blunts deep on my evening, so. And I just woke up yeah. three hours ago because I'm on midnights this week. Nice. So well, do you guys want to talk about re- reptilians or? I think we should hear um, an ad first from one of our sponsors, and then we can talk about reptilians or. Let's talk about, we could talk about fat phobia. We could talk about. Oh, old brownie is typing. <laughs> go ahead and let's go ahead and roll an ad here. Okay. Hustle and Grind is sponsored by Maritime Knife Supply. Whether you're looking for steel, abrasives, handle material, forges, epoxy, or anything for making in general, Maritime Knife Supply <laughs> has you covered. And in the U.S. or Canada, they ship faster than the great Cobra Chicken Goosesses that their country is known for. Go to Maritime Knife Supply, and when you buy a 10-pack of belts, get 10% off. And tell them we sent you, eh? Thanks, Luke. What is, what is a Cobra Chicken Goosesses? I believe that's what Canadians call Canadian geese. Okay, Cobra Chickens. Yeah, don't don't quote me on it. Noah came up with the script for the ad, so I don't know. I'm pretty sure though, because we get them here in Maine, and they're mean as fuck, dude. Yeah, like you don't want to fight a Canadian goose. <laughs> yeah, we like, have them. You would think. Work. Yeah, you would think you could just grab that skinny neck and just like do damage. Mm-mm. No, those homicidal panda pigeons will fuck you up, man. <laughs> there was a guy that I worked with a buddy of mine, and he was. Uh, Mexican and he didn't speak very good English and he couldn't come up with the word for goose. So what he call it? He called it a hissing chicken. <laughs> hissing chicken, I like it. He said, he said he did not like the hissing chicken. Was, yeah, they're they're mean. They don't they don't mess around. No. So Noah, I noticed you're uh, you're big into the Mandalorian. You like uh, all things Star Wars, and uh, I just How, seen a post. What, what made on, you? What, 
What made you think that I was into the Mandalorian? Oh, you're, I don't know, your fucking Mandalorian mask, which. <laughs> also, you show your face so you're not Mandalorian. Um, you have to go bathe in the waters if you want to be redeemed. But uh, I seen a post, and I didn't read into it because I haven't, I'm not caught up, that Christopher Lloyd is going to be on an episode of The Mandalorian. Yeah, he was on two episodes ago. Was it two? So I'm two behind. Okay, cool. Uh, at least, yeah. at least two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, he was on. He was on an episode that had a couple other um, pop culture icons. I don't want to spoil anything here. Yes, there was there was two other pop culture icons that were in that same episode. One of which was funny. The other of which was okay. And yeah, it was it was it was. I, I heard Jack Black. It was an okay episode. I heard Jack Black. I don't know who the third one is. So I don't, I, yeah, there's one other in there too. Okay. I don't want to spoil anything for you, so I won't. I won't I say. I probably anything. just spoiled it for all the listeners that are watching. They're they're probably caught up. I don't. I can't get caught up this week because I'm the last two weeks I've been on second shift at midnights. I get everything caught up next week on a Monday shift. So I rotate. You don't just week. every week. Yep. So what are your two shifts that you rotate then? Uh, three. I work days, seconds, and thirds. Week of days, week of seconds, week of thirds. That's nightmarish, man. I don't think I could do that. Well, the way it's set up, like, I'll work Saturday, day. Anytime we work on the weekends, it's 12-hour shifts. And everything else is 8-hour shifts. So I'll work Saturday is when uh, day shift starts. I'll work Saturday through Friday. Be off the weekend. Work Monday through Friday, second shift. Be off the weekend and Monday. And then I work Tuesday night through Tuesday morning and be off for four days and then start back on days. So there's there's a two-day, a three-day, and a four-day off in between each week. Yeah, I just can't handle, like, changing my sleep schedule up that much. Like, I could, like, I got a buddy that he works, like, uh, he, he does three months of days and then three months of nights. But even that, that like... I mean, at least you have some time to kind of get used to a new schedule, whereas you're just rotating straight through them, man. That's tough. Well, once you get used to it, it's not. But I actually enjoy it because I plan all my I plan all my knife shop stuff on the four and three days that I'm off. So yeah, on, that makes it on easy. the weekends that I only have two days off, I don't do I don't do shit but like honeydew list or take her out to eat or you know something like that. Right on mm-hmm. the honeydew list. I actually worked on the honeydew list this last weekend. I, I did some edging. I, I edged a garden and I and I did some hoeing. Actually, I, was I, did a, inf- I did a lot of hoeing. <laughs> I was informed today that I am bad at the honeydew list. <laughs> we already knew that, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> Poof, hush. Yeah. Yeah. I actually I actually impressed my wife. She mentioned she mentioned that she wanted something done. And uh, I got to it within a week. <laughs> and, See, I tried and, to tell her it's not just me. I'm like, it's not just me. Yeah, I'll like, get it, it was done. really good for me. Yeah, I'll get it yeah. done. There's no need to remind me every six months. Exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'll clean I, it up. I'll clean it up. I make messes. See, I leave little messes everywhere, and it drives my wife nuts. ADHD. Like I'll leave an. Em- yeah, I'll so leave see, an empty soda can and some wrappers and shit on the coffee table and then go do something. Same here. They don't understand like, that, they, that we don't see that. Once it's there, it vanishes mm-hmm. from sight. 
until it's like brought the other day. Seat. Right. So the other day I went to put a cup on my, my end table next to my bed and I couldn't put the cup down because there was eight cups, eight. <laughs> and so then I cleaned off the coffee table because it was brought to my attention by the presence of eight cups that I couldn't put another cup there. So then I took care of them. Yep. All eight of them at once. My yeah, wife's just did. used to that by now, so she didn't say anything because you know she uh, she understood that once once it got full to where I realized that there was a problem, I would take care of the problem. It's realizing that there's a problem that's the tough thing for me. Yeah, they make medicine for that. I'm not on yeah, it. It doesn't work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She says that my wife says I have a I have a problem. Uh, what she say? You have a problem with the trash can because I never throw. I'll just set it on the counter, and I'll, in my mind, I'll get it later when I'm back closer to the trash can, but. That never happens until she says, hey, throw your shit away. Yeah. Is this, this is one of those conversations that time? makes me feel like, what? Wait. I was telling no, you. I don't remember what I was going to say. My head. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the, the worst podcast time? ever. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 the first time both of y'all are going to be playing. Yep. We'll both be there. Oh, speaking of what, are you going to be in the Airbnb with us? Um, who's us? Are you on the list? Are you Maximus and me and Noah and other people who he told me, but I forgot? No, no, I wasn't. I wasn't invited to that preview. Well, here live on the podcast, you come to that realization. Or my it just fucked up. I don't know. <laughs> but anyways, we're getting an Airbnb. It's like the nicest house I've ever seen in my life. How far is it? Or is it from the from the place? Oh, y'all have never been. No idea. Yeah, I have no idea. I have. I'm I'm running a rent a car for the whole weekend. So hit me up. I need to be mobile. Hit me up after this with the details on that because that that may be that may be something I'd be interested in um, doing. As Neil, if there's any spots left. Neil, okay. Well, it's me. I'm coming with me and uh, and Jake, my my buddy Phantom Works. I don't know if y'all follow him. We should look him up. He's pretty cool. If you're listening to this, do not contact Neil. Oh, okay, don't. This, this or no, I meant like for the listeners, like that. Well, oh yeah, no. People listening to this, you know that, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm telling old Brownie to ask Neil if they can get in on the Airbnb. Yeah, listeners, do like, not ah! message Neil. No. It, <laughs> it, I I show my wife, but it's going to be kind of weird because it's going to be like 14 of us or however many the house can fit. The ad said it sleeps 14. It's all bunk beds. So it's well, gonna got, be a bunch I've of grown ass men sleeping sleep in bunk beds. Like summer camp again, boys. Yeah, if it's cheaper to do that, then I'll definitely do that. I don't know, but uh, I'm, I'm excited to see. Uh, I'm excited to see y'all on on the first day because it's it's definitely a lot to take in. Um, when it's yeah, I'm nervous. Day. Don't don't be nervous. I'm dude. So it's scared, a, it's, bro. It's a damn good time. And I'll be there to help you through all of the uh, trials and tribulations of alcohol consumption in the pit. So um, don't fear that. See, here, here's my problem: is that like I'm I'm nowhere near what you would call a partier. Like I I have I have two drinks in the evening, and then I'm asleep. Like that's okay. it. Like well, there there will be so much, mind you, I, so much commotion. In the pit that you'll just be like, 
this like all the time. So I mean, you you won't even be focused on the drinking. You'll be focused on people. I mean, it's and it's. I might actually have to not drink while I'm there. I might have to just no set that up for myself. <laughs> no, not to drink. I, I don't drink. It's yeah, it's so gonna be it's easy not... for you to Ryan. Yeah, I don't drink at all. I haven't tasted alcohol in over a decade. Okay, that's cool. Um, what I, suggest, <laughs> I what I suggest you do is be... blade show itself. Um, these are just tips and tricks by Tubby. Um, make you a list of people that you really want to see and their table numbers because there are so many tables and so much to see that like I got messages from people after I got back from Blade they're like, dude, you didn't come see me. Where was you at? And I'm like, I didn't know you had a table. So make you a list. And I do that every year. I put it on my phone on my notes and I pull it. I'm like, okay, who do I want to go see? And I get all those people knocked out first. And then I just go browse like all of the handle material and supplies and stuff. It's it's definitely hell yeah. You can't see everything in one day. I'm gonna yeah. raw dog it. I'm just gonna go. I'm, I'm telling gonna you, you gotta, raw dog it. In, in that's how you do life, bro. <laughs> yeah, it seems it works for me. It I, it it, it, it works, works for me. I probably yeah. am not gonna see you. <laughs> Like Brian was here. <laughs> <I didn't> see. <laughs> so actually, I was gonna I was I was gonna say this on the podcast when we got closer to Blade, but I'll just go ahead and say it now because we're talking about it. If you would like to see me at Blade, shoot me a DM so that we can like figure yeah. out how to make that happen. Because I I have no idea how big this thing is. I've heard all kinds of stories about how big it is, and I have no idea what this is gonna be like. So. Uh, if you want to hang out at Blade, shoot me a DM. We'll make a plan to like meet up in the pit. If you've been to Blade before, then you can like give me a um, a landmark or something like that, yeah. and we can we can There's make that happen. Landmark. So it's yeah, basically, um, I it's basically a super I'm just gonna walmart. be like standing there like a deer in the headlights, like just looking yeah. at stuff. And yeah. so if you if you look in, in some random corner and there's some dude that's just like stuffed his head in the corner because he can't handle blade, that's going to be me. So you can just come over and, and don't don't touch me, but uh, just be like, hey, man, what's up? Yeah, the hustle and grind boys will be curled up in the Ameribraid booth <laughs> looking for us. I'm going to go ahead and tell you, Noah, I'm a hugger when I see you. So fair warning. Oh, we hug where I come from. Uh, yeah, I have this big problem where I don't like people touching me and, uh, I'm, I, I'm trying to get over that, but I haven't, I haven't gotten over that. So this is going to oh. be tough. I wanted to buy a box of cigars to bring to the house so we can all smoke cigars outside together. I was going to bring some cigars. So oh, but yeah. I don't know what cigars are good. I cut well, cigars open and fill them with weed. I don't know what. <laughs> yeah, I'm never, I'm never taking a cigar from Ryan and smoking it. I won't have a job when I get back. <laughs> I have a whole YouTube channel devoted just to cigars. You can just go reference that. I'm just kidding. The the the, the videos are terrible. Just so I'll, I'll tell you what cigars to bring. No big deal. What I'm what I'm going to do at Blade to make it fun because I don't have a table and I don't think I'll ever have a table because once you have a table you're pretty much dedicated to that table and you can't leave and mingle and, you know, do the shit unless you got a buddy there that's going to watch your shit. Um, I'm going to make a knife. You've heard it here first on the Hustle and Grind podcast. I'm going to make a knife and I'm going to have 
25 keychains. And all of these keychains are going to be numbered. And you have to come up to me at Blade and give me a super secret word that I'm not going to reveal until Blade. And you get a keychain. And once I run out of the keychains, I'm going to do a uh, Instagram live and give away a knife. And the only people at eligible Blade. at Blade. And the only people eligible are the ones that have a keychain. And of course, the keychain is going to be a leather old Brownie Forge keychain as a keepsake. And and you're just giving away these keychains, or is he like? Yes, yes. The like sell, will, sell the keychains? No, no. This it's just a giveaway. I'm gonna. You have to come it's up to me. Just and a giveaway. What? Nothing. Keep going. <laughs> Can I buy one and you'll give me the code? No, I'll just say the code. I'll post the code on Instagram, and of course, you follow me on Instagram, so you'll see the code. And then you come up and say, hey, said word, and I give you a keychain. And once I run out of keychains, I do the giveaway. Cool. I want, can I reserve a, a certain number? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, want, I, want, I want number. You want number what? I want number 13. Number 13. Yeah. Nobody else is going to want number 13. Well, I, it's going to, I'm going to have them in a bag, and I'm not even going to look. I'm just going to grab one and hand it uh, Man, I thought maybe I got, like, first dibs because we were announcing it here on the podcast. No. No favoritism oh, here. Okay. Damn it. All right. So I may not even see you. I may not even get one. I may, have, I may have had all the 20. Oh, Brownie, he's got integrity, Noah. You're not going to break him. He's from <sighs> the South. All right. Speaking of the South... I got some fake headlines. Oh, let's do it. Actually, let's play a ad first and then we'll we'll do some fake headlines. Yes. This is Phoenix Abrasives. I like the way you're thinking. Hustle and Grind podcast is sponsored by Phoenix Abrasives, your one-stop abrasive shop. When you go to phoenixabrasives.com, click the shop icon in the upper right-hand corner to find all the abrasives you'll ever need. Check out the Incinerator 36-grit ceramic belts, along with the Trizact gator belts that the hosts of Hustle & Grind use every day. When you check out, use code HUSTLE10 for 10% off your entire order. Every day. Every day. day. <laughs> yeah, every I want to try Trizact. I've got Trizacs, but they're like the A30s and A15s. I want to try like the big gator belts. Yeah, you get yeah. the fine. The fine ones are a different animal. Yeah. Than the than the thick fucking gator gators. You got to get that two twenty man. Those that two twenty that four hundred. That's where it's at. Yep, I want to try those. Those things are the bomb. Couple that up with my hand sanding trick that I told to you, very specific few lucky people, and you can get beautiful finishes so easily. Yeah, I wasn't privy yeah. to that either. I'm like. You're not a patron, are you? No. One of these days, I'll just one of these days I'll just throw it out on a reel, and I'm sure I'll get all sorts of criticism for it. But it works for me, and it's actually helped quite a few people. I got some nice DMs about it, and I've shared it with a couple other select people in the past, and people who hand sand their blades. Really, uh, it really benefited them. It doesn't work for everybody because everybody has their own sanding techniques, but uh, it did definitely benefit a few different people who. It helped him out, so I was happy about that. 
I hate hand sanding, but I know it's a necessary evil. Is it though? Some cases, maybe yeah. it, maybe it could be easier. Never know. Maybe a number thirteen, uh, uh, number thirteen leather keychain might. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> what? What wasn't Ryan just saying that you couldn't be bought? What was that about integrity? Hey, yeah. All right, back. boys. Let's do some fake headlines. We got some fake news. I got three headlines that I'm going to read off here. Two of these are real things that really happened, and you're going to be disappointed in humanity to hear that, but those did happen. One of them is fake news, garbage, satire, facade. I'm going to read all three of them off, and you guys are going to tell me what you think. That's what I thought you were eating. Chamony Christmas here. All right. <clears throat> Start off. An alligator egg was taken from a zoo 20 years ago. The now eight foot reptile has returned, authorities say. Dang it. I thought I wrote down more of that one. Uh, anyways, it was actually kind of funny because the story was about a, a zookeeper who, like, she stole an egg and then raised the reptile in a bathtub or, you know, the old classic story. But, anyways, they, they found the, the, the animal and returned it. Uh, Florida zookeeper. Okay, hang on. If you have small children who are listening to the podcast, first of all, you're a horrible parent for letting them listen to this podcast. Um, second of all, the, the, I, I decided to keep in some of the ones that I would normally say, eh, let's not read that on the air because I'm feeling good right now. So we're just going to go for it. Florida Zoo fires zookeeper after she was caught moaning in the lunchroom with chimpanzee sucking her toes. Anything from Florida is true. Lastly, bomb squad called to ER after a patient turned up with a World War II artillery shell lodged in his rectum. Damn. So, to recap, we have an alligator egg that was taken from a zoo 20 years ago. Eight-foot reptile has now been returned. Bomb squad called to the ER. Patient with the World War II artillery shell lodged in his rectum. And a uh, Florida zoo fires the zookeeper after she was caught with the chimpanzee sucking her toes. That one's true. Yeah, like I said, anything from Florida that says starts with Florida, more than likely true. I'm going to say the uh, bomb, the bomb butts is the fake one. The butt bomb? I'll go with Brownie on this one. Gives that, new meaning that to butt the, bomb sound. Yeah. Gives new meaning to explosive diarrhea. Right, so you guys right? are explosive diarrhea. You guys are, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the bomb squad called to the ER after a patient turned up with a World War II artillery shell lodged in his rectum. You guys are both saying is fake news. Yes. Yep. Unfortunately, you would both be incorrect. Oh. What? That's crazy. Mm. That's gross. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, luckily, luckily that one, that one wasn't even in the United States. That one was actually, uh, um, I believe that was a, a British thing. I think that was in the, uh, somewhere over there. I think it was England. The bomb is in that makes life. sense. So the, they have an abundance of world war two shit over there. Literally, because, you know, we just left. We just left it. Yeah, we just left it behind. We were like, "Oh, bye." <laughs> Keep our stuff. All right, guys. Well, 
this 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 hasn't happened before. Do you anybody want a second guess? No. All right. Well, it was the uh, no, no. It was definitely the uh, the Florida Florida Zoo fires the zookeeper after she was caught moaning in the lunchroom with a chimpanzee <laughs> chimpanzee stuck in her toes. That Go one was Florida. Fair. Wow. See, that's the thing about the internet is you just you just can't believe everything you read. That's true. But uh, shout out to Pickle Cutters for sending in the uh, the zookeeper one. <laughs> the actual fake story, which which he sent to me thinking that it was a real story. That's the thing is I get these fake stories sent to me and they don't the people that are sending them to me don't realize that they're fake stories. And so that's how we come up with this fake news segment is people are sending stuff in for Florida, man. And it turns out to be fake news. And that's what kind of evolved into this one. And then the uh, the alligator egg taken from the zoo. That one was sent in uh, by Brian Hunt of Hidden Rose Forge. So thank you, gentlemen, for that. Sweet. Times. Appreciate your I, contributions, <clears throat> hustling. I accidentally, uh, I accidentally like pocket dialed him through Instagram chat. <coughs> like oh yeah, two weeks you ago. froze. Yeah, are both y'all froze. <coughs> I'm dying. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Yep, both of y'all are froze. Little cream pies are gonna kill you, man. That's a first ever. Well, he finally found the mute button. Are y'all fucking with me? Oh no. Oh. Robot and froze. we're back. Yeah, Welcome we're back. back, everybody. There was just just a yep. mild technical Kicked difficulty there. It, it, it was a, okay. I had a heart attack. <clears throat> Damn near. We're talking it about. Wasn't, it wasn't an oatmeal cream pie. It's uh, Entenmann's mini cakes. It's like a fucking coffee cake. Oh, those are tasty. <clears throat> And I was like, are y'all... I'm not enjoying it. And I just I got nailed a, a piece of it. <laughs> that said it was... <coughs> uh, <coughs> probably a combo. Yes, I like mm. it. All right, what were we talking about? Something else? Something new? What? One exacerbated. Solid radio. It really is. We apologize to all our patrons. They're going to get the good stuff on the after show. Absolutely. Do we have a topic for this week's after show? Let me I'm check. not big on coffee cakes. I love checks, boys. Coffee cakes are just weird so. to me. Well, while Ryan's checking that, I wanted to give a quick I shout out to my boy uh, Ryan Moeller out there at uh, Wood by Moeller. Um, yeah. <laughs> we tried to have him on the show a while ago. We had some technical difficulties. That's been kind of a going thing lately. Um, yep. But the man, he just had a drop the other day. I, I always talk about the problem that I have with yep. buying wood. And uh, I, I've I've reached the point now where I'm trying to like save up for blade, and uh, and so yeah, I've actually had to kind out, of stop dude. my my handle buying problem. But man, he he does a drop every Sunday, and every Sunday there's like one set in there that's like, oh man, I want to buy that so bad, but I have to like use self control, which is kind of a difficult thing for me. But uh, anyways, y'all go check out uh, Wood by Moeller. Um, he does a drop every Sunday, and there's always some good stuff in there. He also updated his um, his website, so he's got lots of different handle scales, um, just regular wood sets. Um, he does a lot of segmented stuff. Anyways, I just wanted to give him a quick shout-out because I really love his work, and he does some amazing segmented scales, and I know all of you lovely people out there love a good segmented scale just the same way that I do, and uh, you might want to go check that out. 
<laughs> oh yeah, he does that really cool cactus stuff with like the the dyes and the just like random stones that he puts like in the holes of the the cactus wood and stuff. Top notch stuff. Yes. I'm checking him out. Dude, Actually, I follow yeah. him. Hey, his stuff is crazy, dude. People are really up, and that up the handle scale game lately with inlays nuts. and and freaking cast uh, resins and all kinds of stuff lately. Yeah. I know, and here I am thinking my card is still cool. Like, <laughs> yep, I'm actually working with a company right now to get some of that. Uh, it looks really good as called, like spacers. Uh, <clears throat> dioptide crushed gemstones. But, I'm going to try some new stuff with uh, with inlays on handle scales with that crushed. Yeah, I don't, I don't know exactly. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's dang near bulletproof. I mean, you can't harm that stuff. Yeah, dude, they, the world is. My card, so, my card is still cool when you add it to a set. So we didn't get any uh, after show questions, but we do have some new patrons. Yeah. Um, Ooh, let's I, do a quick like patron shout out, shall we? A lot for so I'll go down through the list starting like from newest to oldest. Every day. And the newest like, patron is a Marabraid. That brown, my card is. Thanks, guys. We get is just. And then we got Travis Haynes of Bird yeah. Forge. Colin yeah. of Hayworth Handmade, I mean, you drop it in a Jeremy river, of you know, 419 Forging, that's Jeremy Ballaball, Ryan Moeller, Alexander Slope, Devlin Forge, Brian Hunt at Hidden Rose Forge, Will from Maine, that's Spruce Hill Studio, B Cone of Brian Cone, or it's B Cone Knives, Brian Cone, sorry B Cone, uh, Jared Weaver at Weaver's Custom Metalworks, Instagram is Master of Metal Manipulation. Maximus Knives, Ira Housewert, Ed Soul, Timber Tiger Forge, that's Chris Magnus, Darren at Stormlight Forge, Snake Branch Knifeworks, Remner Built Knives, Eric Andrews, Sourwood Creations, Jared at Echo Blades, Brian Henningkamp, that's Tortuga Blade Works, Crafty Man Forge, Noel Bloomberg, Driver Defense Knives, MaritimeKnifeSupply.com, Zachary Sowell at Pattern Nostri Fabrica, Trucks Claire Custom Cutlery, Dennis Tyrell, Todd Harrington, BexArmory.com, Mark Vanderwerf, who we need to talk about in a second, Mark LeBlanc, that's Papa Hatchy Axe, your short fat friend, Brigham Kendall, Aru Blade Works, KnifeMaterial.at, and Donnie Dulovich. Donnie D. Don, super clean. He actually, uh, I saw earlier today, he was doing a waffle of like a really cool blade with some Damascus on it. It was, or a sand mine, something like that. Anyways, it was a really clean, beautiful looking blade. So, Mark Vanderwerf. So, Mark Vanderwerf of 118 Blades. Everybody knows Mark. Yep. I'm sure everybody Not knows anything. by now Mark's wife's fighting cancer Donnie D and so they've got a GoFundMe going I'll post the link with all the posts of this episode to his GoFundMe um, so people can go on there and donate and she's beaten it twice before and it's come back now 
and she's fighting it again. I met him at Blade help, last year. So, and Mark's a kick-ass dude. He hasn't been doing it very long. Absolutely. Oh, nice. 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 Right on. Yeah, Mark's just one of those dudes that just comes up all the time because he's always a real integral part of the community. And uh, so we love we love supporting where we can. So you guys check out the podcast notes. And if you can, obviously, you know, not everybody's in the situation to always be able to, to help out. But yeah. if you are in the position, I got one of his blades. definitely go and do that. I've got one of his little friction That's what folders. we do. That's what we do. Pretty sweet. That's what we do. And you know what? That's yep. Yeah, pickles. Pickles was very successful. And, and I freaking love that man. And, and it kind of rolls into something I kind of wanted to talk about last this this yep. week. Um, like, I know that, like... No, we did, we did a lot for, uh, we, for uh, Maximus, Neil. As human beings, That's, that, that are always kind of, like, stuck in, you know, stuff, like, you they that always was, say that, like, you know, that was everybody kind of goes through life as, like, the main character of their story. You know, like, you're always thinking about, you know, how are you going to get this done or how are you going to get that done? But I'm going to get a little sappy here. The true joy in life, in my opinion, comes from helping others. Like whenever I am feeling down or, I mean, wintertime is just tough for me because it's always dark and I just get freaking depressed. But like wherever you are, whoever you are that I'm talking to right now, like I want you to know that like if you really want to find happiness in life, helping others is the best way to go about it. And and I'm, I'm not just saying that because I want you to go check out, you know, Mark's um, – go fund me or whatever it is. But like the, the, the best things in life for me are when I'm doing things for other people, you know, I've given away a lot of blades lately and, and I, I love doing it. Like I haven't sold many, but I've given away quite a few. And, and, and I think that my blades that I've given away have been more valuable in my own estimation, just because I feel more joy in my life when I'm doing that, when I'm helping other people, and it's all well and good. You know, you got to take care of your family. You got to get, you got to do what you got to do. Um, but like, if, if you're one of those people that's struggling right now, I would encourage you not to focus on yourself and, and the struggles that you have, but to reach out to somebody else and make sure that they're doing okay, because that's going to bring you more purpose and more joy in life to do something for other people. Cause I think that's something that some people miss a lot. You know, every, you know, we, we all struggle with mental health issues at, at, at different times and some people don't. And that's amazing. If you're one of those people that's never struggled with any sort of like mental health issue at all, I am so happy for you, but the rest of us, it can be tough at times and, and doing things for other people is, the best thing that you can possibly do for yourself because it's what brings joy. It's what helps the world. Um, if, you know, if you're looking around and you, and you see, Oh, the world is shit, you know, there's this that I don't like, there's that, that I don't like. The best thing that you can do is to just go out there and do a very small thing to change it. 
And that's going to be the people around you. You know, you can't go and you can't change what's happening in Washington. You can't hate change what's going over in Ukraine. You can't change what's happening anywhere else in the world, but you can change what's going around around you. And, and I think that's really important for people to remember and, and do those small things that essentially is going to make the world a better place for you because you're looking out for the people around you. How many beers have you had? Um, <laughs> I'm going to be straight up with you guys. I'm a little drunk. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll admit that, but that's the thing. That's the thing. You know, these are the sorts of things that I think about and I don't say all the time because I'm sober and I'm like, Oh no, I can't say that. That's going to sound stupid. But why am I on a podcast again? Who, who, whose idea was this? We- Absolutely. Damn. I can tell. <laughs> no, dude, that you're you're exactly right. It, it I was a firefighter for let's see since two thousand and four. So nineteen, it looks like twenty years. And it's yeah, that's that's yeah, that's the thing. I, I don't do it anymore because of uh, health issues, but I was never happier than when I was out with the guys doing something that's that's helping somebody, and not just not just you know when it's when it's their their ultimate low, you know, when their house burns down or a car accident or something. We did shit all the time, you know. We we'd go help grandma, you know, build a handicap ramp on her front porch or something. It's it's and it's far better than making money or being, I don't know how to put it, but yeah. it's, it, Rising that tide feeling, all shit. it's, it's no greater yeah, high, man. in my opinion, of helping someone. And I'm uh, on Instagram. I'm <laughs> Hell yeah. I'll have 30 all right. Oh, let's play it out with I'm that. Hey, and man, what we'll do you think about this? Into the after dude, show. What about that? If I can help Thanks, you in everybody. any way, and you think I may know something that you want to know, dude, hit me up. Because I'm all about making everybody better. Appreciate you listening, guys. Have a good track. week. If, if we all help no, each other, we all have a question, we all come together and fix it, it makes it better for everybody. Dude, that's all. I'm getting that tattooed on my butt cheek. Ha, 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 ha.